for questions from the audio road with Kevin Rutherford. This show is all about the business of trucking. We're live Monday through Friday, midnight Eastern. Call 646-595-4967. Your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. This is Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs, back in your pocket. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. It is Tuesday, April 17th. We're here live. Pick up the phone and join me, 8888 Road Dog. If you dial right now, you'll be able to grab a line before they fill up. The show is all about the business of trucking. We'll take your calls and answer your questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, health and fitness on the road, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, getting your authority, you name it. We'll talk about it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and join us. 8888 Road Dog. We're going to get to those calls in just a little bit. A uh, couple things. One, the as far as I'm concerned, the 2017 tax season is over. Yes, you could file an extension. It gives you all the way to October. I would get it done, get it in, don't wait. But... The reason I'm kind of saying 2017 is over is because we have all of these major tax law changes to start talking about and planning around and thinking about um, and getting ready to take advantage of. So when I talk about taxes from now on, it's kind of talking about the new tax law because we're already working under that tax law. We started on January 1st of 2018. So we're already, you know, three and a half months into working under those tax laws. But we won't file that tax return until next year. But it's time to start talking about it and planning. Uh, I was doing a lot of reading today just on um, the trucking industry and numbers and where we're going. And um, the House Republicans just hosted an event, and there was a trucking company executive there. He claims that once the tax law change went into effect, their fleet initiated bonuses and pay increases, and that their turnover rate is the lowest that it's been in 30 years for the first quarter of this year. Now, that's an interesting number that we haven't talked about a lot turnover has been high really the whole time I've been in this industry. Crazy high compared to any other industry you look at. Uh, But now we have large fleets starting to say their turnover numbers are coming down. Uh, That's important. Hold that thought. So then I started looking at every other indicator, financial indicator I could find in trucking. So there are several different firms and different people that follow trucking and forecast where we're going and look at rates and the conditions. And most of the time, I, I look at this stuff every week, but most most weeks I look at truckstop.com's indexes and, and I go from there. Today I thought, I'm going to go look at every index I know of, and there are many. Um, 
Plus, I looked at, you know, fuel price, finance rates, all kinds of different things. And here's the interesting thing. I can't find one negative piece of news about trucking. Not one. I couldn't find a single index or number or rate that isn't setting records. It, it looks like most analysts think that we are going to flatten out somewhat for the rest of this year, although that might change. And even if we do flatten out, that's not a bad thing. We're at, we're at record-setting levels for almost everything right now. Um, one of the indexes that I follow started in 1992, and this index looks at all the things I just talked about. It looks at freight volume, freight rate, carrier capacity, fuel price, and finance rates. And it combines all five of those numbers into a score that tells trucking companies whether we're in a positive environment, a negative environment, or a neutral environment. So the way an index works is you take a bunch of different numbers, or at least two, and you create a score from multiple numbers. Now, the score itself is meaningless. You just use that score to watch what's happening over time. So this index has been around since 1992. So zero on this index would be neutral. Zero wouldn't necessarily be bad. Zero just means, well, it's just a neutral environment for trucking. Nothing really great, nothing really bad. Anything below zero is negative. Anything above zero is positive. Anything that gets into two digits, low or high, means things are really changing. So when you get to 10 above or 10 below, things are really changing. Now, Last week, that index set an all-time record. It's been around since 1992, and it hit 15.41, the highest number that index has ever shown. Every other index I looked at setting records. Fuel prices, although they're not crazy high right now, um, set a record last week, the highest they've been in three years since the beginning of 2015. It almost seems like we're coming into the perfect storm in trucking. It is a really, really good time to be in trucking. Drivers are getting pay raises. I mean, even for company drivers right now, I've seen big pay raises, bigger than we've ever seen. Normally, you see fleets announce you know, one, two, maybe three cents a mile is big news. I see fleets raising driver pay 10 cents a mile. So between the increased pay across the board, whether you're a driver, leased on to somebody, your own authority, doesn't matter. Money is in trucking right now. Fuel prices going up, which if you understand that, that's a good thing. If you don't understand that, call me and ask. I'll tell you why it's a good thing. And taxes coming down. So in 2018, it's very possible. Matt was on last night, and Matt, 
you know, showed me his numbers through yesterday in profit gauges. Record-setting numbers. I mean, stuff I've just never seen. Uh, in all ways, the gross revenue higher than I usually see, net revenue way higher than we normally see, and his margin, his profit margin, higher. I mean, I'm going to have to adjust some of the numbers. I normally tell owner-operators to shoot for about a 50% uh, margin without equipment payments in there. So whatever you gross, you should be able to keep half of it. And, you know, a lot of times guys were at high 30s, low 40%, and I would get them to shoot for 50 uh, Matt's been working on his operation for years. He's been at 50 many times. Uh, he is now at 60%, keeping 60% of what he grosses. Again, just numbers we haven't seen. Here's the warning, and I'm already seeing this happen. Because there's so much freight and because it's paying so well, shippers, brokers, carriers, Everybody is begging for trucks. There are promises. If you have a truck, we'll keep it loaded at this rate. This is a great opportunity. But be very, very careful about expanding. It is a great opportunity. But you've got to really think hard about the driver situation. Pay is up. Meaning, if you put on a driver, you're going to have to pay much more than what used to work. So you got to think about that and make sure your operation can support that. And rates are up. That's a good thing. But turnover is starting to go down. That tells us that finding drivers is going to get even more difficult. You're going to have to pay them more. They're going to be harder to find. You really, really have to keep that in mind. If you are going to take advantage of this opportunity and expand, you better have a really good plan about how you're going to find, hire, pay, and retain drivers. Don't think you're going to buy a bunch of trucks and just, you know, get on the CB or Hang out on Facebook, and you're going to have drivers in your truck. Not good drivers. So I'm not saying you shouldn't expand. Now is the time. But be very, very careful. And remember, these rates aren't here forever. So whatever you pay drivers now, it's really hard to take it away if rates go back down. Just keep that in mind. Lots of great opportunities. You're going to have to do it smart. When we get back, we'll get right to your phone calls. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford.
a driver that wants to take control of your own destiny and have the freedom to make the choices that affect you and your loved ones every day? If the answer is yes, then Stop Holding the Steering Wheel audio program was designed for you. In this one-of-a-kind audio program, Kevin Rutherford reveals the secrets to running a successful trucking business, taking the plunge to owner-operator, finding and negotiating for a new truck, and managing money once you earn it. Are you willing to do the hard work? It's time to stop holding the steering wheel and start driving your business. Order your copy today and create the business you've always wanted. Visit our online store at letstruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Hey, Audio Road listener, what is your profit per mile? How about your cost per mile or even your bottom line? Stop driving blind and know your numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner-operators. Have instant access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30-day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Did you know that 35% of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits? Use the ScanGauge KR to maximize your driving efficiency. The ScanGauge KR has built-in and programmable digital gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. Get to know your truck and learn how you can improve your fuel cost and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey. Get yours today at Let'sTruck.com or call our TribeCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. As a professional driver, there is no question that fuel is your highest cost. Fuel Gauges tracks each fuel up, provides your 30, 60, and 90-day miles per gallon average, also tracks maintenance and modifications. Best of all, it is completely free to use. There is no excuse not to use your miles per gallon and start improving your fuel economy. Download the Fuel Gauges app today and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Let Fuel Gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. We're going to get right to the phone calls. We're off to Texas to get started. Dave, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Thanks for taking my call. What can I help you with tonight? Uh, I got a profit. I got a profit gauges question. I, I, uh, my company is incorporated, so I take, I pay myself. A uh, salary, one check per month, and uh, I want to know if I'm 
it doesn't seem like I'm entering that properly in my propagators. What I'm doing is I enter my my net pay on the check, and then I enter all the tax paid. In other words, I, I enter both halves of the employment tax, and it just doesn't seem... I don't know if I'm doing that right. Uh, no, actually, you are. And there are several ways you could do this. There is no absolute right or wrong way. The, the, the payroll and all the taxes are more of a tax issue than a true accounting issue. So it'll get handled correctly on the tax uh-huh. return at the end of the year. So anytime we're talking about the business report... Really, what we want to do is set it up so that it makes sense to you, and this really is a logical way that you're doing it. This is the way I do it. It's not the only way, but this would be the exact same way I would do it. You can see total wages if you want, because you know that that was the cost to your corporation, Um, and then you see your net and your tax. So I I think you're doing it perfect. Okay, it just doesn't seem right. It seems like the the seven and a half percent, or whatever, of of, uh, of the uh, uh, employment tax that's associated with the tax. In other words, my W two half seems like I should leave that off in there. But what? but you say you think it's okay the way I'm doing it? Yeah, like I said, we we could. I mean, we could get crazy with this, and we could separate it into employers uh-huh. and employees half. But who really cares? I mean, it doesn't matter. It it all okay. it's all going to Social Security. Okay. It's all yours anyway. So I I think the way you're doing it is ideal. Well, I mean the the reason I ask the question is because then when I send in my my tax statement, you know, to my accountant, does do they know that? Well, that's that's so where I said that, that re- that's where I said this is more of a tax issue than an accounting issue. How you account for it is really up to you, and I like the way you're doing it. What I would do, though, is I would uh-huh. talk to your tax preparer and say, here's how I'm doing it. What will you want at the end of the year? Because, again, this is a tax issue that we only have to work out once a year. Right. Well, this is, uh, well, you know, the taxes, the, the corporate tax on March 15th, and then my personal tax. That's why it seems so goofy to me. Uh, I don't know. Uh, as soon as you guys open up your your, your uh, service, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enter, or I'm going to try to employ you to do my taxes for 2018. Okay. Um, yeah. You know. Well, now, well, will you guys also be able to do a payroll, too? Yes, we can do payroll. Or, or do I keep the or, or do I? Oh, okay. All right, because that would only make sense that the firm that's going to do my taxes should be doing my payroll. It's so much easier. Exactly. Yeah, and, and that's why we do corporate okay. payroll because we do so many corporate tax returns. Great. All right. Well, that that, that sounds good. I, I uh, yeah. You make sure you let us know right away when you open that back up. Will will do. <laughs> All right, thanks, Dan. All right. I appreciate it. Take care. Have a great night. Let's head off to Arizona. Alan, welcome to the program. Good evening, Kevin, and uh, uh, thank you again for taking my call. I've got a question about engine oil. I've got a Fitzgerald's Gwider uh, truck that I just purchased last uh, September. It's got the Series 60 Detroit in it. 
and I've been running Rotella oil in it uh, since I uh, since I purchased the purchased the truck. Um, I am burning a gallon of oil every ten thousand miles. Okay. And the Detroit that I had prior to this, that was the normal for it. The reason I'm calling you to get your opinion is I was talking to the guys over at OPS about putting an OPS filter on this uh, truck, and they were they seemed concerned over that gallon every ten thousand that I'm burning. Oh no! But See, what, you what, tell me what's your opinion? Yeah. So what we've got to be careful of is we have to be careful of old thinking. So. Right now in okay. today's world, if you look at the new modern diesel engines, the DD-15 was the first. Um, when the DD-15 first came out and people started calling me and I'd be reviewing an oil sample and I would say, you have 50,000 miles on this oil and it says you haven't added any. And they would say, well, I haven't. And I, I, at first I thought, oh, that's got to be a mistake. Every diesel engine I have ever owned, worked on, known about, they all burn oil. It's just common. Well, not anymore. Right, exactly. That's... Right, but not anymore. Okay. The DD-15 will go 50,000 miles without a drop of oil. Happens all the time. The Packard MX engine will do the okay. same thing. Um, I believe the new X-15 is probably going to be the same way. They, they have really made improvements in ring design, materials, cylinder, all kinds of things. And we can now actually have a large diesel engine that just doesn't burn any oil. But we don't want to get to the point where we think that 10,000 miles a gallon is, is excessive. It's just not. On a, on a Series 60, on an okay. N14, on a, you know, the cats were a little tighter, but every now and then you'll get one of those engines that will burn a gallon every 15,000 instead. But 10, I really don't see it as a problem. And here's, the, I actually like it a little bit. Here's why. If you're running the OPS and you want to extend your drains, what happens on these engines that don't use any oil at all is the base starts to degrade. We start to get, because remember, if you burn a gallon, that means you're putting in a fresh gallon every 10,000 miles. That, you know, brings the base right. back up. It cleans everything up a little bit. It um, Our additives all come back up again. So it's kind of interesting that we have diesel engines that don't need additional oil but a gallon every 10,000 is just such a minor cost and it actually keeps your oil cleaner longer okay another uh, another question on top of that then um, I've been running Lucas uh, in this engine since about 30,000 I've got uh, coming up on 75,000 miles on it now and I've been running Lucas in it just because I've got a good friend that ran it in his uh, ISX. They told him, yeah, you'll be lucky to get 800000 out of this overhaul. He got $1.2 out of his ISX. Yeah, hold on, though. Don't, day, don't, since day one. Don't, don't, don't attribute that to the Lucas. Um, I, okay. I'm, I, I have recommended Lucas many, many times. Love their products. I would never put 
Lucas oil conditioner in a healthy engine. Um, all it really does, oh, really? It, okay. it, and that's it's. I'm, when I say all it really does, this isn't a bad thing. There's a purpose behind it, but it's it's basically an oil thickener, and it's a heavier weight, and it has no base or no additives. So every time you put in a gallon of Lucas instead of a gallon of oil, you're making your oil thicker, which will hurt your fuel economy, and you're you're diluting the base and the additives. So I, if, if we have a healthy engine, I don't believe in any oil additives whatsoever. A good quality oil and Rotella is an excellent oil. See, I go the opposite. I don't want thicker oil. I want thinner oil. That's why I go to synthetic. It's why, you know, I'll push the limits on a, um, a 30 weight instead of a 40 weight because the, the thinner and lighter we make that oil the less the engine has to work. The more horsepower we get to the ground, the better fuel economy we get. Um, synthetics are good for the engine anyway. So I, I would... Now, here's the other thing that might be a little interesting. Adding a gallon of Lucas will actually slow down oil consumption some. So it might be interesting if you don't put the Lucas in to see if this truck starts burning a gallon at eight or 9,000. Don't be surprised if that happens. I still wouldn't consider it a problem. Okay. Well, I'm willing to give it a shot. I'll, uh, I, I'm coming up on, in my mind, the oil change. I'm old school thinking of every 10,000. Oh, so, that's uh, really old school. Uh, I was got, and that's part of why I want, that's part of, part of why I wanted to go to OPS. Yeah, I, I would. As a, You know, my philosophy, I'll give you mine, it's at the other extreme. I would install the OPS. I would go to a full Rotella Synthetic, a T6, and I would sample and change the filters at 25,000 miles and then not change the oil till the sample says so. All right, I'm going to get to a break. We'll be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Road listener, what is your profit per mile? How about your cost per mile or even your bottom line? Stop driving blind and know your numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner operators. Have instant access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30 day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call our tribe care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Did you know that 35% of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits? Use the ScanGauge KR to maximize your driving efficiency. The ScanGauge KR has built-in and programmable digital gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. Get to know your truck and learn how you can improve your fuel cost and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey. 
Get yours today at Let'sTruck.com or call our TribeCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. As a professional driver, there is no question that fuel is your highest cost. Fuel gauges tracks each fuel up, provides your 30, 60, and 90-day miles per gallon average, also tracks maintenance and modifications. Best of all, it is completely free to use. There is no excuse not to use your miles per gallon and start improving your fuel economy. Download the Fuel Gauges app today and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Let Fuel Gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Are you a driver that wants to take control of your own destiny and have the freedom to make the choices that affect you and your loved ones every day? If the answer is yes, then Stop Holding the Steering Wheel audio program was designed for you. In this one-of-a-kind audio program, Kevin Rutherford reveals the secrets to running a successful trucking business, taking the plunge to owner-operator, finding and negotiating for a new truck, and managing money once you earn it. Are you willing to do the hard work? It's time to stop holding the steering wheel and start driving your business. Order your copy today and create the business you've always wanted. Visit our online store at Let'sTruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Hey, have you heard? We have an app to make listening to our shows easier than ever. It's free, it's simple, it does one thing and it does it really well. Download the app, open it, and listen to our shows. The Power Hour, Questions from the Road, Destination Health, and more. Listen live, listen anytime, and never miss a show again. To find it, search your app store for Audio Road. One word, that's Audio Road. It's one more way we help you master the journey. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. We're going to get right back to the phone calls. We're off to Massachusetts. Mike, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. How are you tonight? Good. What can I help you with? Uh, I just had a quick question. Uh, looking at a 2018 680, uh, 325 rear end, 500-horsepower MX-13, and a 13-speed automatic. What's your best guess on fuel economy? Uh, somewhere between 5 and 8. Just kidding. Um, the reason I say that, though, um, if everything works right, these are actually really good specs. If everything is functioning correctly, and, and I'm talking about a general operation here, dry van, you know, not running faster than 65 most right, of the man. time, that kind of thing, yeah. Um, yeah, I usually run between 60 and 62, all about under 25,000 pounds. In that case, 
if everything's right, this truck should get eight and a half, no problem. Will it? I don't know. Um, I've seen this MX engine sometimes get five and a half, and nobody knows why. It's why I'm still a little nervous about this engine. I like it, and I think it has a ton of potential. Um, There just aren't enough people that know how to work on it, so it's a little risky, um, but but this could easily be an eight and a half mile per gallon truck. All right. All right, well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. That should open up a phone line or two. Looks like we dropped a couple of calls. So if you want to dial right now, you should be able to grab an open line, 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to head off to Oklahoma. Eddie, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin, how you doing? Doing hey, good. I'm getting a new uh, cattle trailer. I'm wondering if you recommend disc brakes on it. And what Michelin tires would you recommend for it? And on a, I'm getting a new glider. I'm Peterbilt. And I wonder what you think about the Caterpillar uh, 
just, uh, I can't touch it for four years because the Santa Fe Chapter on Warranty, so I can't do anything to raise a horse fire. And I have a lot of heavy side winds I'm always carrying, you know, and, uh, you know, and it, uh, it, about this horse. There, there are lots of things you can do uh, even on an engine under warranty. I mean, a, a good tune, oh, yeah. a good ECM tune is not a problem. So you can tune it, which is a great improvement. Oh, Things like the fleet air filter, you know, a ported and polished manifold. Uh, we can get tons and tons yeah. of horsepower and fuel economy out of that and never even worry about the warranty. Oh, if I get the ported and polished manifold, it won't mess the warranty up? Nope. I tried to get them to do it, you know, when they overhaul it, but they said they wouldn't do it from... Now that's common. We used to fight when we built a lot of gliders. Yeah. Gliders. We used to fight with Detroit all the time too. We wanted to buy Detroit remands, but they absolutely won't put any aftermarket parts on them. So that was a little bit of a challenge. But you can certainly do it after the fact. And like I said, a good ECM tune. Two WS is a great engine. I think that's a much better choice. That's probably what I'm going to go with. I've got an 18-speed 355 rear end coming in it. Yeah, I, I think that'll be a great setup. Okay. All right, man, thank you for the information. You're, Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Let's head off to Oklahoma. Joe, welcome to the program. Good evening, Kevin. Thank you for taking my call. And uh, i got to tell you, every time that I interact with you and your team, you far exceed my expectations. You've helped my business so much, it's phenomenal. And I want to give a big thank you to your tax service for this year. I used your tax service for the first time this year, and I was paid up with my accountant from last year. And previous years, I had found a few errors in my returns with them. But since I was paid up, I said, go ahead and prepare my returns, but do not file them. So um, I gave them the same information that I gave your tax service, and at the end of the day, this, my state tax liability was within a couple hundred dollars, but my federal tax liability was $11,000 less for 2017 with your tax service than it was with my previous accountant. So it just it blew me away. So I want to say thank you to you and your tax team. Uh, amazing, amazing people. They did an outstanding well, job. Well, thank you for the feedback. You just then, made my night. Any time I hear that we continue oh. to exceed expectations, that that makes my day. That's what we strive to do. And it's, in business, it's tough. And in the tax business, it's really tough. But uh, I, I couldn't be more proud of our tax team this year. Um, Lisa's been heavily involved, Chris, obviously, uh, but everybody. I mean, our whole team, I could go on and on, but, but you're right. Um, it was a tough decision for us to bring all of that work back in-house, but it's one of the best decisions we've made. Right. Uh, so, so thank you for that feedback. Well... Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, like I said, an awesome job. I, you know, I don't settle for average in anything that I do, and when I seek out, you know, people to do business with, you know, I look for an exceptional experience, and that's what I get every time from you. So I wanted to say thank you for that. And uh, I got a question, though. Um, we did change my filing status, so I'm an LLC filing as an S-Corp this year. I haven't paid myself a salary yet this year. I said for the first quarter I was just going to build up some extra capital because I'm adding equipment and drivers and whatnot. But uh, I'm about at the point where I want to start paying myself a salary, and we came up with a figure of $40,000 a year. I was wondering if you have concluded whether or not I can include per diem as part of that, uh, or if not, if I should just not bother to pay myself per diem and just take the deduction at the end of the year. 
You know, we're we're I'm on the fence about it. We can save some additional money by taking that. You know what I would probably do, and and we've been waiting for today, really. You know, to get through the 2017 tax season to really start focusing on new strategies for next year. What I'm thinking is we might have to find a balance in there somewhere where, where we might have to say, look, if we try to pay 40000 and we're going to call 15000 of it per diem, we might be pushing it just a little bit. I, I tend to like to push the envelope right. on taxes, and I think we could get away with it. Um, I, I've consulted some people that really understand uh, per diem, they're also a little more conservative. So they thought, yeah, you might be pushing it a little bit. The other possibility, and I just need the time to run a bunch of numbers, is upping the pay a little bit. It's all your money anyway. Maybe we up it to 45000 and then take fifteen. So I, I wish I had a definitive answer for you, but I don't yet. We're going to play around with those numbers a little more. Um, you want me to carry you through the break? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, hold, don't mind. yeah, hold on. We'll finish that thought up when we come back from the break so I don't have to rush it. We'll be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. for the 2018 CMC Live Seminar, the biggest, baddest educational event dedicated to the trucking industry. This event takes place September 17th through the 21st at the Mid-America Center in Council Bluffs, Iowa. This five-day seminar focuses solely on the unique challenges and opportunities that truck drivers face every day, not only on the job, but in all facets of life. Learn from the industry's top leaders, network with fellow drivers, and start running more effective and profitable businesses. Spots are filling up fast. Don't miss this opportunity to take action on your business, your life, and your future. Together, we can help you master the journey. Register online at letstruck.com or call our TribeCare team at 855-800-FUEL with any questions. That's 855-800-3835. Hey, Audio Audio Road Road listener, what What is is your profit profit per mile? mile? How about your cost per mile or even your bottom line? Stop driving blind and know your numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner-operators. Habits and access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30-day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call our tribe care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Did you know that 35% of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits? Use the ScanGauge KR to maximize your driving efficiency. The ScanGauge KR has built-in and programmable digital gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. Get to know your truck and learn how you can improve your fuel cost 
and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey. Get yours today at Let'sTruck.com or call our TribeCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. As a professional driver, there is no question that fuel is your highest cost. Fuel gauges tracks each fuel up, provides your 30, 60, and 90 miles per gallon average, also tracks maintenance and modifications. Best of all, it is completely free to use. There is no excuse not to use your miles per gallon and start improving your fuel economy. Download the Fuel Gauges app today and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Let Fuel Gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Uh, well, no sense in giving out the phone number. We've got calls. I'm going to get right back to it. I was talking with Joe in Oklahoma. So, Joe, I wish I had a more definitive answer, but we're, we've run all the calculations we can possibly run right now. I've created spreadsheets. I've done the models. I've done comparisons over and over. I, I don't want to get tripped up by some something we don't know yet about this tax change and we haven't seen the forms there are still some open questions about how some of this stuff is going to work so i hate to commit to anything yet so right now i'm sitting back we're i feel like we're ahead of the game we understand everything we can know about this right now and as soon as the tax forms are out that'll be our top priority and then we'll be able to put out some guidance like you know here's a way we think you can do payroll um, certainly for all our payroll clients, we'll help them with that. But, you know, I'll certainly help people here on the air as well. I, I'm thinking that there is going to be a way we can have the corporation pay the per diem and get an advantage out of it. Okay, that's that's good to know. I think in the interim, until we get a final determination, then I'm going to go ahead and just calculate what my monthly salary is based on, you know, forty grand a year from here out and go ahead and pay myself that minus any per diem. And then if we... Uh, and if we come up with something, I could easily go back and adjust those numbers if necessary or just start paying myself out per diem uh, when we get a determination. Because, you know, even if I pay myself 40000 a year and don't claim any of that as per diem, that's a lot better paying payroll taxes on that than the, the $96,000 that I pay payroll taxes on for 2017. So I'll still see a savings regardless. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the good news is 2018 is going to be a great tax year. There's no question about it. Like I said, I've run the numbers so many times. We want to make sure we maximize it. So if I can do the corporate per diem and squeeze out, you know, another thousand in savings, we'll do that. And like you just said, adjusting payroll towards the end of the year is not hard. Right. Right. Okay. Well, thank you for the information as always, you know, and thank you for seriously for exceeding my expectations at every turn. From your courses to scan gauge to accounting, sir, it's just 
an amazing experience. So thank you. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Boy, I'll tell you, go to bed with a smile now. What a way to uh, finish out the day. Let's go to Idaho. Jim, welcome to the program. Uh, hello. What can uh, I help you with tonight? I got a question on uh, I got a question on the synthetic oil on older engines. Yeah. Uh, I've got two Pro Stars. Uh, one's got the uh, ISX 135 coming. It's got about uh, 300,000 on the engine. And all of it. 300,000 on the engine, and uh, uh, I've been using Bertella C4. Okay. And I was wondering if it's safe to move up to synthetic with that many miles on it. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I don't do this by the mileage. I do it by oil consumption. So how often do you have to add a gallon of oil to this truck? I usually serve an interval 15,000, and I don't add any. Oh, then absolutely. burn. Yep. I get down to about a gallon. When it get, Usually I'm about uh, halfway to the add line. Oh, that's, that's a really tight engine, and absolutely you could go to synthetic. Now, you might see that with synthetic. Is it full synthetic or the blend? I, I, I like full synthetic. Um, there are some benefits to the blend, but I, there are more benefits to the full synthetic, so I would go with full. Um, you might see that with synthetic, it is a lighter, thinner oil. You might have to add a gallon at twelve or 13,000. Maybe not, but you might. And again, that wouldn't be a bad thing. Um, so this engine... The reason clearly, I was asking about the blend, I've got a, a uh, Kenworth with the Packard. 13. Okay. And we've been running a blend on it, and it don't use any. Yeah, you, you can do either one. I prefer full synthetic, and I, I'm not concerned about the oil consumption. If it burns a little more with full synthetic, it's not a bad thing. And this is clearly a nice, tight engine, so this is a great engine to switch over to synthetic. So what I do about the interval, though, because uh, I've been changing at 15 when would I, what would you say I'd have to go? Well, there's, it's there's too costly to change it every 15. It is too costly to change every 15, I agree. So there's two ways you can do this. You could just keep sampling to see where that point is. Every engine is different. This engine might go 25,000 miles just fine. might go 35,000 miles. I wouldn't push it much beyond that. And one way to know where your interval should be is by oil sampling. So instead of changing your I oil at... everything. Okay. Well, what we want to do is sample and not change. So when you get to 15,000 on the synthetic, you would take a sample and just keep running the truck. When the sample comes back, if there was a problem, then we could go change it. If it was clean, then maybe we wait till 20,000 and sample again or 25. And we sample until we see that we're starting to get some contaminants built up in there. That's one way. And then you would know. You know, maybe it's 25, maybe it's 30. The other way is to put on a bypass oil filter and not change the oil ever until your sample tells you you should. 
Right. And then my other post R, it's got the uh, Max Force uh, 13N. It's not the one that had all the trouble with it. It's a newer one with the Cummins after treatment. Right. It's okay. got uh, 400,000 on it. Okay. And I'm using uh, Rotella T4 on it as well. Yeah, that would be another good engine to switch to the T6. Okay. Uh, I didn't know. I know it's, the synthetic is about twice the price, but I didn't know if it was beneficial enough to do it or not. It is, but y- you are correct. It's it's beneficial, but you really can't change it at 15,000 miles or you lose all the benefits. The benefits are it's a better oil, protects the engine better. It also will improve fuel economy, so there's some savings but not if you're changing it every 15,000. Like I said, I really, really recommend uh, a bypass oil filter. I mean, you can look at ours uh, in our store at Let'sTruck.com, the OPS. You can look at the others on the market, but that's the way to really make synthetic cost-effective. And it's just really good for your engine. Let's go to Iowa. Jesse, welcome to the program. How are you doing? Um, I was just got a question. Do actually a couple questions? When when was the best time to do an in frame on the truck? What mileage rate would you say for a sixteen Pro Star? Well, I, I'm not a big fan of doing anything by some random number. Just like the last call, when should you change your oil? Well, I like to change it when the sample tells me I should, because any number we pick is going to be wrong. It's just a guess. It's an average. It's. It, I, I prefer, if we have a way of measuring something, I'd rather measure it. That that goes for this question. When should we do an in-frame? Really, the, the major indicator of when we need to do that in-frame is oil consumption. So when we get to a point where a truck is using a gallon of oil every 5,000 miles, it's time to get the in-frame on the schedule. You don't have to do it right then, but you're, I wouldn't think much more than six months past that. So if you get to that point, you're putting in a gallon every 5,000, I would start looking at my schedule and say, okay, when do I want to take a week off? And when can I get it into a shop and you know plan for it and that kind of thing? When it gets to um, a gallon every 3,500, then it's time to get it in the shop and get it done. All right, and the other question was, I called International, and they told me it was between nine to 10000 to do one. So I was just trying oh, to get like an what? estimate of what it would cost to pick them up. Nav- Navistar told you they could do an in-frame for nine or 10000 Yeah. Yeah, I think they're way off. Boy, I haven't seen a $10,000 in-frame in a couple decades. You know, I I I would budget at least twenty. For one thing, there there's parts in there. If if they're doing, you don't want to do the lowest cost in frame, because it will end up costing you more later. Because the only way they can drive the cost down that low is just not to replace a bunch of parts. And you're spending all that money on labor, and then they're going to skimp on parts, and it's going to cost you later. So. Yeah, there are certainly cheaper in-frames you can get done if you don't replace all the the, the stuff. But I would budget at least 20000 Now, I have seen 
you know, when we built like a signature engine, we can spend 40 on an in-frame, and it's not even that hard. I, I don't know who gave you a, a quote of 10, um, but I'm not sure what they were smoking. And if they can do it for that price, I don't want it. It's just not even reasonable to think you can rebuild that engine at that cost. All right, there's the music. I've got to get out of here. We will see you back here tomorrow night. Check out the website. It's letstruck.com. Be safe. Be profitable. Be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey. I'm Kevin Rutherford.